Hi, welcome to Ha'igeret, or The Message, a unique journal of original and plagiarized Jewish thought in the merit of my grandfather, Benjamin Ari Ben Meir, and for Yerufuah Shlema, a complete healing for Esther Batsipora. This week's Parsha is Bo. The first mitzvah, or commandment, that we are given as a whole people is the commandment to recognize Rosh Chodesh, literally meaning the head of the month. Rosh is head, Chodesh is month, or recognizing the new moon. A thousand years after this first commandment was given, during the Hanukkah story, Rosh Chodesh is one of the practices banned in addition to keeping Shabbat, the Sabbath, and performing Brit Milah, or circumcision. But why? The fact that Rosh Chodesh is on the same level as two practices that are so sacred, Brit Milah and Shabbat, makes clear its significance. So why do both God and the villains of the Hanukkah story, the Seleucids, the Syrian Greeks, care so much about us knowing when we've started a new month? On the basic level, taking away Rosh Chodesh takes away our ability to keep time and to have a calendar. Not having a calendar means we don't have any of our Hagim or holidays and festivals. So without Rosh Chodesh, we also lose the ability to observe a whole lot of other mitzvot or commandments. But on a deeper level, Rosh Chodesh represents renewal. The word for month, Chodesh, is connected to the word for renewal, repair, newness, Chadesh. Just as the moon wanes and dissolves into a sliver only to build itself up back to fullness, so do we. Just as the moon is in a constant state of movement, moving through stages, so are we. Rav Sampson Raphael Hirsch comments that if we were to base our time on something fixed and immovable, we would get the idea that we too are fixed and immovable, but the Torah teaches us that this is not true. Making changes are hard though, so I'll give a small example. According to psychologists, it takes 21 days to break a habit. The Hebrew months are 29.5 days, so there's no direct parallel here, but it's close enough. Is there a small habit that you'd like to work on? Nail biting, singing in public, leaving your dishes in the sink to quote, soak, unquote, procrastinating your work, telling people you want to get coffee with them even though you don't really want to, there are lots of things that we do as humans that are subjectively deemed bad. But a reminder, no habit that you can possibly be thinking of has any inherent moral value. You're not a bad person if you sing in Walgreens, you're just annoying. No, I'm kidding. With Rosh Chodesh, we don't celebrate the victorious moment, such as winning the fight between you and your subjectively bad habit. We celebrate the beginning of the lunar cycle, the reish-shaped sliver of the moon, not the gorgeous glowy orb that is a full moon, which is around the 15th of the month. We celebrate the quiet beginnings, the objectively non-exciting part of the cycle. Did you ever use Khan Academy in school? Khan Academy single-handedly helped me to pass every single math or stats class that I ever took. Uh, Khan Academy is a really, really cool idea. It was started by Sal Khan, who I just found out is from Metairie, Louisiana, who is an endlessly patient super genius who made tons and tons of amazing instructional educational videos online. I used to get Sal's newsletter. I call him Sal because we've spent so much quality time together. And one of his pieces called Why I'll Never Tell My Son He's Smart has stuck with me to this day. Here is an excerpt. My five-year-old son has just started reading. Every night we lie on his bed and he reads a short book to me. Inevitably, he'll hit a word that he has trouble with. Last night, the word was gratefully. He eventually got it after a fairly painful minute. He then said, Dad, aren't you glad how I struggled with that word? I think I could feel my brain growing. I smiled. My son was now verbalizing the telltale signs of a growth mindset. But this wasn't by accident. 
Recently, I put into practice research that I had been reading about for a few years. I decided to praise my son not when he succeeded at things he was already good at, but when he persevered with things that he found difficult. I stressed to him that by struggling, your brain grows. Okay, so this absolutely blew my mind. The quote, I decided to praise my son not when he succeeded at things he was already good at, but when he persevered with things that he found difficult. This was the first time I'd ever been exposed to the growth mindset. If you have a growth mindset, it means you believe that capability and intelligence can be grown through effort, struggle, and failure. If you have a growth mindset, you also have a higher likelihood of success. Here's another excerpt. And now here's a surprise for you. By reading this article itself, you've just undergone the first half of a growth mindset intervention. The research shows that just being exposed to the research itself, for example, knowing that the brain grows most by getting questions wrong, not right, can begin to change a person's mindset. The second half of the intervention is for you to communicate the research with others. You've been exposed to the research, so now go tell someone about it. For what purpose do I tell you this charming anecdote? Well, to show that the quiet moments of growth, of hard work, of progress are to be celebrated. If the moon cycle was a music festival, Rosh Chodesh would be the no-name opener and the full moon would be the headliner. Everyone wants to be the headliner, right? Well, the headliner was also once the no-name opener too. Which reminds me, I went to an Ed Sheeran concert um, a few years ago. 10 out of 10 would recommend. I really, I love that guy. And the band Snow Patrol was opening for him. They're the one that sing uh, Chasing Cars. Also, excellent, excellent song. Back in 2009, when Ed Sheeran was simply a raw chicken cutlet of a human, guess who he opened for? Snow Patrol. And then almost 10 years later, Snow Patrol's opening for Ed. It's fine, I don't think Snow Patrol's upset about it, but also you can probably name at least five Ed Sheeran songs this instant, and I personally can only name one Snow Patrol song. The aforementioned Chasing Cars. They're great musicians, please don't come for me. So for what purpose do I tell you this second charming anecdote? To emphasize the point that everything is constantly in motion. Just like Ed and Snow Patrol, we are simultaneously the opener and the headliner. It just depends on the day or the year or the perception of the humans around us. Also, Ed Sheeran is objectively an incredible vocalist. He used to not be. Check out the link. Hashtag growth mindset. Thank you so much for listening. If you liked what you heard, please do act on the growth mindset and share with a friend. Shabbat shalom. I'm wishing you a great week.